Hey guys, welcome back to the Playmakers Podcast. Glad to have you along. This is your host, Alex. Yeah, and this is Phil with you too. Guys, what another weekend of football. But before we get anywhere near the games, the GOAT, Mr. Tom Brady, has called it a career after 22 years in the league. Yeah, that's, that is a long time to be really good. Because <laughs> like it's not like he was, you know... Just like not doing good, you know, playing on some team where he was kind of on the back ends of things. No, he literally was the lead quarterback this year in stats, pretty much in everything. He literally threw for 43 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. This dude is 44 years old. I just want to, um, just to kind of give us an idea of how long 22 years really was. Let me, let me kind of give you a comparison here. The first iPod ever invented and was released in 2001. Tom Brady was drafted in 2000. <laughs> wow. Dang, Think about that. that. Smartphones were, weren't even a thought yet. Nah, dude. When Tom Brady was drafted. That is insane. 22 years. I was three when that man was drafted. Yeah, I was two. Dang. I mean, that, that's just insane. You think about it. Like, Tom Brady, I strongly disliked him as a player, but I respect him in the sense that, like, no one else has done anything near what that man has done in his career. And here's the thing. I don't know that anybody will catch him. Maybe, maybe Patrick Mahomes, if he stays healthy, I can see him catching up. Maybe. But... At the same time, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's going to be hard because a seven Super Bowl championships, dude. That's a lot of times, dude. I mean, I honestly can't see anyone catching him right now. The only person I could maybe see that could do it is Patrick Mahomes. But, I'm gonna every, say, but a lot of things have to go right for him, too. I'm gonna, I don't think Patrick Mahomes can do it either. Let me tell you why. The Chiefs became the first team in NFL history this last season to host four straight AFC championship games. Not just be in four straight, but host four straight. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. They only have one ring out of that. Two no, Super Bowl appearances, an 18-point choke job, and an offsides penalty that arguably wasn't pa- – well, it wasn't Patrick Mahomes. No, if that, if, that pa- if that penalty didn't happen, I think they would have had a – I think they would have gotten two rings out of that. The point is – Four AFC championships hosted, only one ring to show for it. Now, it's, but still, like this is still way young into his career, way young, and he already has a ring and has been to the Super Bowl what three times. But here's another big difference between Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady: contract sizes. Yeah. Tom Brady was, as far as I know, was never the highest paid quarterback in the league. No, he never he did w- that because he always made sure like they could have people exactly. Written. Patrick Mahomes, his 10-year, $450 million contract, you know how much cap space that's going to eat into? No, yeah, that, no, I definitely see where you're coming from, but still, I don't think it's totally impossible. I'm not saying it's going to happen or that it'll even be kind of easy. Because, well, because think about it, Tom Brady went, like, what, 10 times? How many times did he go to the Super Bowl? Like, 12? I think it was a total of 10. Yeah, because he lost three, so, you yeah. know. So, I mean, 
still like and Patrick Mahomes has already been three times and has one out of that. He's only been twice. Hasn't he been three times? No. Twice Patrick Mahomes only been twice. He oh, his first one right. he beat the done. Niners. Counting this year, that's right. He could yeah. have been He could have been this year, but he blew an eighteen point lead <sighs> dude, to Mr. Right, Joe dude. Burrow. Oh my god, dude that I, I have a man crush on Joe Burrow. But dude, who freaking called it? That the Chiefs were gonna lose, bro. I seriously have watching the Bengals this year. I mean, can you imagine if Joe Burrow had a line? Dude, if he wasn't running for his life on almost every play, Joe Burrow would be... I mean, he's already being talked about crazy right now. But can you imagine what he could do with a little bit of protection? Like, holy crap. He beat the Titans, and he was sacked nine times. But, I mean, I guess they did. Well, I can't even say they protected him even better this game because Joe Burrow literally wrestled out of, like, two or three sacks. That man was Houdini on Sunday, and all props to him because, not, I mean, was it? I mean, it's been what, maybe a year, year and a half since he tore his ACL. Yeah. I mean, he's playing like a champ, and he, I honestly, I, I just, I'm, mean, I'm awestruck by him because Joe Burrow is, he's just been on a whole nother level in these playoffs. Um, his poise is beyond his years. It's, I think, a big part of it is that connection he has with Jamar Chase. That's a huge part, but if, if even if you look at this last game against the Chiefs, the Chiefs did a good job in the first half taking away oh, they, Jamar. They they literally just basically guarded Jamar. Like T the, Higgins had to st- T Higgins had over hundred yards receiving. Exactly, like that's what I'm saying. Like so, he's not solely reliant on Jamar Chase right now. No, but I think the first game against the Raiders, he threw like his first seven passes to Jamar Chase. If the Raiders didn't want to guard Jamar Chase, that's on them. I just don't think anybody really... I think the Chiefs were the first team to really respect that connection. Like, honestly. And they still found a way to blow an 18-point lead. I'm telling you, dude. Like, the the Bengals just... The Bengals' defense did step up, though. They really did. They did a great job keeping Patrick Mahomes in the pocket. Because if you remember in the Bills game, Patrick Mahomes would escape and he'd run for, you know, really long runs. He didn't really do that against the Bengals. Well, but another good thing is there were times where Patrick Mahomes did escape and bought really good time for himself, and he couldn't find anybody open, and then he'd get sacked. Patrick Mahomes was sacked more times than Joe Burrow was this game. I think the biggest reason why, I mean, Mahomes was reckless. He was a lot more reckless this last game than he typically is. I mean, look at that sequence. What was it, near the end of the fourth quarter? He took two straight sacks after they were on the five-yard line. They, they went from kicking a 24-yard field goal to a 44-yard field goal. Mm-hmm. Now, Bucker still made it, but yeah, he well, took he two actually, straight sacks. Well, and he actually fumbled. And, yeah, exactly. That, that second sack. Been, he's, it's almost like he was trying too hard to make something happen, which, you know, you can respect that, but look what happened because of it. So, and I then mean, in overtime, he throws that pick, it's over. Oh, man. Did you see uh, Josh Allen's tweet? When when the um, Chiefs won the toss, he tweeted pain. <laughs> like he was like, "Yep." But dude, it's even more painful that uh, they still lost. I'm, I, I I picked the Chiefs to win, which but I think I've never been more, so happy to be wrong about a pick. I think most of America picked the Chiefs to win because honestly, the Chiefs just have more of like a frightening name. Than the Bengals do right now, but I think the Bengals have elevated that now. But the Chiefs, like honestly, are you going to be more scared if you don't watch football or study football as much as like we do? Are you really going to think like you're going to be afraid of like T Higgins 
you know, Tyler Boyd, um, Joe Mixon even, and their tight end who unfortunately, you know, got hurt in that first half. But when you hear, you know, Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, Patrick Mahomes, you know, th- that sounds way more scary to someone who kind of casually watches football. And it's true. You would think going into that game, the Chiefs had literally probably an advantage at every position on offense, except for maybe running back. But even then, Jarek Jarek McKissick did a great Jarek job. McKissick. McKinnon, McKinnon, sorry, Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, he he did good. And they were saying like, man, if the Chiefs can run the ball, like watch out because that's kind of what their weakness has been this year. Besides the beginning of the year, their defense was it was bad. <laughs> but then they obviously picked it up. But I don't know, like, just if you watch, though, the Bengals this year, they have just as high a firepower right now because they're underestimated. So Jamar Chase is not – he's a rookie, too, so it's not like you have a lot to really watch about him. You know, with Tyree Kill, you just play two men really deep and they have to beat you under, which, you know, they still can't do that. But it's – you almost rather take that risk than getting bombed every play. It's true. Make him pay patient. And guess what? That's why they were on that losing streak earlier this season. Patrick Mahomes got impatient again. And I really think the biggest reason he got impatient is because he knew he screwed up at the end of the first half. Where they kept him out of the end zone on that. For whatever reason, he threw the ball behind the line of scrimmage to Tyreek Hill. Oh, that was such a good play, though, by Eli Apple. Great play by Eli Apple. That got me hyped. As soon as that happened, I... You could just feel the momentum just changed. It was so good. I was like, I was home watching this game. I was so excited when that happened because I was like, oh, they're going to score three. They're going to be up. It's like literally, what, 24 to three. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be rough. And then they freaking stopped him. I was like, okay, here we go. Like, this might turn into a game if they can ride with this because that was a. It's a huge play. It was a huge play. I didn't, and you didn't even really realize it until like after a few seconds. After you're like, oh wait, no, they can't call a timeout or kick this. Like that's they're done. Like he didn't get that's out of bounds. And- Patrick Mahomes spent the entire second half, I think, trying to o- overcompensate and basically make up for the mistake he made there. Honestly, they should have just stuck to their ground game. If, but I mean, the, but also at the same time, the Bengals stepped it up. They stepped it up. Their defense came out and balled that second 100%. half. 100%. Trey Hendrickson was all up in that backfield the entire second Jesse half. Bates Jesse and... Bates in the back with Von Bell up in the back as well. Mm-hmm. Eli Apple played a solid game. Um, the linebackers, Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt, I mean, they all played solid games as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that second half especially, they put a lot of pressure on Mahomes, and, you know, he panicked. Their D-line think... stepped up and got some pressure on him. and mm-hmm. But then, the back, like you said, the backfield played really well because, like I said, there were times where Mahomes was – he had time to throw the ball, and he just didn't because he didn't have anywhere to go. And then – because usually you kind of get really panicked if you're going against Mahomes and he's going back there running around. You're like, oh, crap. Like, he's going to find, like, Tyreek or he's going to buy – like, the first touchdown to Tyreek Hill. You know, it's, it's exactly what happened. He had some time, and Tyreek Hill finished his route and kept running with it, and, you know, it turned out to be a touchdown. Like, so usually when he's taking time and you're, like, a Bengals fan at this moment, you're freaking out. Like, you're like, oh, crap, here comes, like, a 60-yard bomb to freaking Tyreek Hill or Miko Hardman or something like that. But, no, they played – they covered them so good in that second half. I was so happy to see that happen. But, dude, Joe Burrow just – Joe oh, Cool, so Joe Burr. I mean, so good. I don't know. I'm excited to see this Super Bowl coming up. But, dude, then the 49ers game in the Rams, that was disappointing a little bit to me. For the Niners, it was disappointing. But the biggest lesson I think any football fan, casual, extreme, however heavy of a fan you are, 
took out of that game, Jimmy G's got to go. Yeah, Jimmy G is not that guy. He is not that guy. <laughs> he, I mean, he was being carried by his ground game for the most part. That's how he made it to the other Super Bowl, too. Exactly. Even even in that Super Bowl, 49ers and the Chiefs, Tyron Matthew even said, thank goodness they stopped running the ball. No one is afraid of Jimmy. The reason why the 49ers have been so good these last, what, four years? I mean, yeah, when Jimmy G does play, their record is weirdly better, but that's because they haven't really had anybody. Like, Jimmy G is just average at best. So, like, an at best average quarterback with the weapons that they have, you should be winning games. Like, but, and they still should have pulled it off. I'm glad they didn't. I was all for the Rams in that game. My boy Von Miller, I mean, he's on the Rams, so I got I got to go for the Rams. But also, you got to feel great for Matthew Stafford. Even OBJ, His, for, too. I, I mean, I don't mind I understand, it. I, I understand why a lot of people don't like OBJ, but Baker Mayfield really had us thinking that OBJ was washed and done. It's true. And he's not even close. It's true. OBJ has had a resurgence since coming over to LA as well. But I think the person you have to be happiest for is Matt Stafford. I oh, mean, yeah. even, Detroit, his first, even Detroit fans are happy Detroit right fans now. are... This is basically Super Bowl emeritus for them. Because this yeah. is probably the closest they'll ever get. Because <laughs> for, his first oh season out of Detroit, not only does he win his first playoff game... Not only does he make it to the NFC Championship game, now he's playing the Super Bowl in his home stadium. Yeah, that's crazy, too, that it's going to be a home game. That will be probably their biggest advantage, honestly, in the Super Bowl. Isn't it kind of funny that the first 54 Super Bowls were essentially neutral sites for every team? And Mm -hmm. then the last two, the actual stadium it was hosted in was home for one of the two teams playing? The Buccaneers last year, the Rams this year? That's crazy. That's crazy. I don't know that we're going to see that again in a while. Yeah, it's crazy. The first 54, neutral. The next two, technical home field advantage. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I guess you can't control that. But I almost kind of don't like that. It, I'd rather it be neutral because it's the Super Bowl. You don't really want a team to have necessary advantage like that. Exactly. But, you know, it's like, you, like I said, you can't control that. It's true. You know, unless they build a whole other stadium mm-hmm. specifically set for just the Super Bowl. Which that I doubt that would ever happen. I, I guess we could technically play the Super Bowl every year in Dallas. I don't think. No, I, I don't think there'll be no, a home team there no, ever. No, no, no. <laughs> that's that's so rough. <laughs> oh, they're not gonna be. <sighs> yeah, they'll never get anywhere near. It's it's a nice big. With that honor, they're not going anywhere. That's what I'm saying. I mean, so I mean, Dallas and is he's a pretty neutral site, and he's not gonna give up that team. Jerry Jones is not gonna give give yeah. up that team because he is a mastermind with money, but. Oh, the coaches are too afraid of him, which I don't know if I blame them. That's fair. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I will but, also say this though about that game that the the Rams defense in the second or in the fourth quarter they put the pressure on that they offense. Finally, put pressure on because honestly, it was. I mean, honestly, it was the 49ers up seventeen seven for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, but and they still could have pulled it off. Jimmy G just well, first of all that. The dropped pick by Jaquez Tart. You cannot oh get a more open for a defender. Like as a defender, you cannot get an easier pick. Pick. Like honestly, oh, that man. was given to him, and he. If I'm him, dude, that's a long walk back to that to that huddle. That's a long walk. To back. give that man credit, though, after the game, he did put out a, a tweet essentially saying, "I screwed up." Well, like, I, I should have caught that. You can't say anything else. <laughs> it's true, but most players, they're not going to say anything. That's uh, yeah, that's fair. He at least owned up to his mistake and was like, "Yeah, I screwed up." 
Yeah, I'm just saying, like, oh, that was so... I felt so bad because I was like, dude, they catch that pick, that's potentially game. Exactly. They could have ran more clock, kicked another field goal, been up 20-7. to Yeah. Instead, drop pick leads to a field goal. Next thing you know. also, if they had a decent quarterback, it still could have easily been the 49ers. But Jimmy G decides to... I mean, at that situation, yeah, normally you don't want to take a sack. But in that situation, you take the sack, you don't freaking... Throw whatever the Flip heck it. that he basically was. Flipped it, and he was being spun around. I, don't, I was kind of like, "What are you?" Do-? Essentially, he went panic mode. I literally saw that, and I was like, "What? Like, how? Like, bad of a decision can you make? Like, you cannot do anything worse than that." Like, ugh. and then right then, I was like, "Well, dang it." Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's clearly that's panic mode for Jimmy G. But um, honestly, I'm happy for the Rams. Um. Mainly because, again, Von Miller. But, you know, there's a lot of people who it, – it's kind of interesting. I've seen a lot of talk shows talking about this. But the Bengals and the Rams, they're two teams built entirely differently. Mm-hmm. Very the, different. The Rams, free agents, trades, like, they went all in on this season. They traded for Matt Stafford, Von Miller. They went out and got OBJ after he was released by Cleveland. Mm-hmm. They traded for Jalen Ramsey a few years back. I mean, they went all in on so many different players. And, I mean – it got him back to the Super Bowl. And then the Bengals, they're a team built through the draft. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Tyler Boyd. You got T. Higgins. And got- T. Higgins, I think, is severely underrated. Holy crap. That, he literally got over 100 yards in that game. Like, I mean, Grant, I think it was like 102, 104, something like that. But it, like Triple digits but in the playoffs still, is still good. Yeah, like that's insane. And he's done that. He had over 1,000 yards receiving this year. Like he – I don't know. I just think – the Bengals were underrated, and I really don't know why. I don't understand why they were so underrated. Maybe just because they – I mean, I guess I guess the reasoning is they haven't won a playoff game in 31 years. But what crazy is that go from that to now, they're in the Super Bowl. Like, true. I don't know. I feel like that's still being underrated when you can get that far. Here's another little fun tidbit for you. This is only going to be the second time ever that two number one overall pick quarterbacks meet in the Super Bowl. That's yeah. That's Joe Burrow crazy. and Matt Stafford. The only other time, can you name it? No, I, I, no that's crazy. That's kind of cool. I mean, honestly, granted, Stafford was a, a little further back, obviously, but like. Well, I think the other one was even. Well, it, it's pretty close. The other one is Peyton Manning and Cam Newton meeting in the Super Bowl back in the Broncos Panther Super Bowl. Uh, that wasn't that exciting of a Super Bowl that I can remember. I don't care what you say. The You're Broncos just happy won. because of the Broncos, but I remember Von that Miller was... won Super Bowl MVP. That's exciting for me. <laughs> Von Miller was the only—he did the most in that game, mm-hmm. honestly. Oh my gosh! Can then Cam Newton has just never been the same since that 2015 Denver Broncos defense essentially ended Cam Newton's career. I feel like they haunt his nightmares. Yeah, <laughs> Cam Newton is just—I think he's done. I think he should be done. That's just that's another topic for another day, but that's just my opinion. I think he should be done. I think he should have been done last year. Like honestly, like everyone's like, no, he's still got talent, which I, you know, he's not like bad. I think he, but I honestly think I would still start Jimmy G over him in that game if he played for the Niners. I think I would still play Jimmy G. I mean, if you watch him throw, I don't think. I mean, and this this is no hate against Camp Newton. I mean, I really just think injuries have caught up to him, and it's just that that happens. But to even even when he wasn't hurt, his throwing was never impressive. It was enough to be. I mean, it was enough to be an MVP. Well, that's because he, he. That's because he ran a lot. He was like. But he was also. A he was great like goer. a pre. He was like a pre Lamar. Like 
But he Lamar just changed. For, he just threw for over. Th- I mean, he still threw for like over four thousand yards and over thirty touchdowns. But still, like it was never really anything like. You never looked at him because of his throwing. You never looked at him. But it was because of the toughness he had by running the ball, which, you know, has now caught up to him. Uh, you know, which sucks. But honestly, I was never. I was never like, wow, like that's so. Like I don't know. I don't know. I was never impressed. Like I was impressed when he ran for like a thirty yarder, like forty yarder, and something like that. But like, I don't know. But anyways, that's a whole different topic for another day. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. I definitely agree with that. But um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to keep an eye on these next two, about two weeks, or I guess now it's week and a half um, when the Super Bowl starts. Because, well, for one, we want to see if CJ Uzoma comes back for the Bengals. Um, I I I did see that he is possible. It is possible for him to come back. I think he has a like it was a, it wasn't a tear, nothing tore. I think it was like a, just a sprain, on on like one of his. I think it was. MCL something like that I don't know yeah I think it was an MCL sprain yeah so it's, it is likely for him to come back and that's low-key you know big time for if he could come back but yeah um no yeah so I, I'm excited for the Super Bowl not really care too much about the Pro Bowl in my opinion but yeah I don't know I don't, and I feel like that's not a totally uncommon opinion <laughs> I honestly don't think that yeah um but do we want to talk about Brian Flores? I think it's good to mention it in passing. Um, I'm sure many people are aware at this point. Brian Flores is suing the NFL, the Miami Dolphins, the New York Giants, the Denver Broncos mm-hmm. um, over alleged racist practices while hiring head coaches. Right. And that's the only reason why I asked because it can get kind of political. And that's not what we're about on this. Mm-hmm. But I do have to say... If what he's saying is true, and a lot of it seems to be like it is true, the NFL is going to have some serious ground to cover, serious PR to make up. Like, I don't know, dude. It's kind of sketchy. He picks a good time to file the suit. I mean, again, if the if his allegations are true, then, I mean, there really isn't technically a bad time to file it. Mm, that's true. And the only reason why I'm saying like it looks like it more could be pretty true is... It's not just him saying it now. It's like now that he has spoken up, other coaches are saying that they were in similar situations, you know, being paid to tank, you know, lose games, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I don't know. It is pretty bad. It is pretty bad if that's true. And, you know, there's no reason really not to believe him. If you watch his interviews or if you kind of have seen him, you know, interact with people, he seems like a pretty – that's what he, what he says is he lives by the truth. That's how he lives his life and – so, I don't know. It's kind of crazy, and the NFL will definitely have to think of something <laughs> to make up for it because that's pretty bad. Yeah, that, that'll definitely be a situation to monitor. Um, like, Dolphins' uh, owner, if that's true, he is going to have to sell that team. Yeah, Stephen Ross is, um, I feel like he's had lots of problems recently in a couple of years, so it, it wouldn't surprise me if he ends up having to sell the team. Because, I mean, honestly, why, why would Brian Flores say that he was paid to tank if he didn't actually do it? I mean, don't forget a couple years back, all of Miami was tanking for Tua, tanking for Tua, but I mean. Well, no, yeah, but but what I'm saying is, like, he had a, I mean, yeah, they were really rough to start out most of the year, but then they end, they ended with the winning record. Yeah, so I mean, he was definitely the most surprising head coach released this offseason, um, so it'll it'll definitely be interesting to um, monitor the situation going forward and um, just seeing what kind of developments can come out of it. Yeah, that'll be very interesting. But and also, uh, Washington got a new name. 
I don't know if it's good. I don't know Commanders. if it's really relevant. I, I mean, I've never been a Washington football, Redskin, whatever you want to call them. I've never been a Washington football, Commander, whatever. <laughs> never been a fan of their team. So I don't know how to feel about it. I just don't feel like they should have waited that long to come out with that name. Like, that is such a weak name, in my opinion. But... It's definitely an issue. I saw. I can't remember if it was a tweet or a TikTok, but it was something on social media, kind of summing up. I think I had very similar feelings. You know, it, I think it was just a general fan, but he essentially said, "You know, Commanders doesn't exactly roll off of the tongue. You know, how are you supposed to cheer for this team? Are we gonna be like, go Commanders, go Command, go Commies, go Commando? So, yeah, like, like it's so true though. Like it's, it's like, horrible. Like." Well, okay, I can't say it's horrible. I guess I shouldn't say that, but I really don't like it. I feel like they waited this long to come up with that. That's horrible. Can I just also mention there's a video of Chase Young grading. This was last year when the video came out. He was grading potential names for the new Washington football team. And he was asked about Washington Commanders. He gave it a straight F. That's an L. That's, <laughs> that's, that's an, L. an L. Not to mention they did a really bad job of hiding the name. Yeah. Like, I, I just I there were so many leaks. I just like even like Warriors would have been better. I get that's still not great, but like Honestly, I my, I think my favorite was like the Red Hawks or something like that. I Red Hawks would have been fine. Yeah, like, I, I didn't mind that one. I just feel like you could have done so much like research or I, I don't know, like commanders. I saw, I saw, I actually saw a TikTok where this girl <laughs> designed new like schemes, and it was all about like old time, like you know, powdered wigs on the helmet with like those buckle shoes for cleats. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, I mean that if they're gonna do something like that, and then like I think Pittsburgh Steelers commented on it, said, "Not gonna lie, those cleats are fire, though." <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. But like I, the commander commanders I, like what does that even mean? Exactly. I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm definitely not a fan. Like what is their mascot going to be? Like I don't It's a good question. It is a very valid question, but um It's just so weird. I don't get it. Like I, I don't know. I mean, maybe there are some people that like it, but there's like an ESPN uh, analyst that I follow. Um, his name's Matthew Barry. He's a very yep. big uh, fantasy football dude. He's a huge Washington fan. Huge. And he won't even comment on it right now. He's like, I've been a fan since he's been like, it's like five or something, like super young. Yeah. And he's like, I don't really know how to feel about it. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to go to bed, sleep on it. And then his words were, I'm going to take it day by day. I mean, let's be honest. It's a huge change, especially for anyone who has been a lifelong Washington football fan. So, I mean, it's it's. I will say this. I mean, renaming a team that has had X amount of time with one name is it's always going to be a big change for them. But personally, I do think they could have done better. There was so many. I don't know. This is when maybe they should have like listened to their fans. Maybe even the Red Wolves. I like the Red Wolves. I can't. Anything <laughs> would be better because th- Commanders doesn't really. Or even the Hogs because, you know, what was it? I think it's the Hogs was their O-line from back in like the 80s or something like that. But yeah, but the point is they could have done so much better. Uh, yeah, I don't understand why they chose this name. I mean, maybe there's a good reason behind it. If there is, I can't seem to even try to find it. But like, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's just not good. I don't know. <laughs> 
like I just can't like like commanders like you know what what does that even mean what do you think of this name let me, let me just read you the whole tweet so you can just kind of get a feel for it. Okay. So you had every chance to name the team after the most ruthless, unrelenting, and savage predators known to your city. But no, the Washington lobbyists will have to wait. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> There's no one more ruthless than the media. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But, oh, my gosh. Like, dude, Red Hawks would have been really cool. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, anything like they, they could have done better. They should have. This is when I don't understand why corporations don't try and like get more of a fan opinion opinionated thing. Because say they actually put that out there in the public, like, hey, send us some names, or how about the out of these names, which ones do you like? Instead of just kind of like. Well, I know the th- football team started with like nine names, and I think some of them were offered by the public. I think if I remember correctly, the Red Hawks, the Red Wolves were in consideration. The Generals were in consideration. Even the Generals, the would Commanders. Be um, the brigade, the Washington brigade. So okay, so if you're gonna put commanders and general, general sounds better. I mean, it does. Like commander just doesn't like commander is, is like vague. Like that doesn't. It's not specific. Like general is. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm not. I mean, I guess there's not really a popular opinion on this yet. I think maybe the more popular opinion would be like it's trash. <laughs> it, it's rough. Um, I definitely think that they could have done better. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> like for sure. I don't. I just am so. I don't know because I was kind of excited. I was like, "Oh, they're finally coming out with a name!" Like, because I actually thought Redskins was kind of cool, but like, you know, whatever. It's twenty twenty two, man. You can't say that anymore. I know, <laughs> I know. Which you know that I'm not gonna say what I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna do it. But I'm just saying I did like it. I thought it was pretty cool. But anyways, I don't know. It's just. I was really excited because I'm like, oh, they're because they've had such a long time to think of a name. No, the commanders, like, I can you know see what? so many people yelling like, "Go Commando!" Like, exactly. <laughs> or what if someone accidentally says, "Let's go Commies!" <laughs> like, it's so bad. Oh my gosh, dude! I just, I'm just, I'm very disappointed. I guess is the right word to say. Yeah. Because I guess I can't say it's trash. I can't say it's bad. As accurate as that might be, I guess I, the best thing for me to say is I'm just disappointed. There so. you go. Sleep on it. Maybe your opinion will change. I don't think it will, but I'll try. <laughs> like, I really will try to like it. Maybe if they start doing good, then maybe it'll be cooler. Because they're in the NFC least right now. So they don't really do anything anyways. So maybe that's why. Like, they needed a cool name. That's I guess that's why it's kind of like, dude, you kind of needed a cool name to be relevant. <laughs> yeah. No, that definitely makes sense. Hey, um, before we finish up here, um, just one quick thing. So tomorrow they're going to release the rosters for the NBA All-Star Reserves. I kind of want to get your – I want to pick your brain here of who you think deserves to be an All-Star. Let's start in the East here. So with the East, I believe they're going to name eight reserves. Normally Mm -hmm. it's seven, but I think they're going to do eight because Kevin Durant is still going to be out for All-Star Weekend. Yeah. Who do you think should be an All-Star out of the East? So, so far the starters we got are Trey Young, Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, DeMar DeRozan, and Joel Embiid. Well, for one thing, I think Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum should be in there. Okay, so that's two. Like, I feel like that's a no-brainer. You said Joel Embiid is a starter, right? He is a starter. Okay, Oh gosh. Okay, I was gonna say. Um uh wait, did and you said Trey Young. Trey right? Young's a starter. Okay. Um 
And what about Tobias Harris? Interesting pick. It's an interesting I think pick. he deserves it more than Andrew Wiggins deserves to be a starter. But that's just we'll, my we'll, opinion. We'll get to the West later. <laughs> but anyways, um, let's think. Um, let me I don't go, know, what about you? Let me go down the list here. First place right now is the Chicago Bulls. Zach Levine, of course. Oh, yeah. Duh. Duh. Yeah, Zach Levine. Is DeRozan in the starter? He's a starter. That's right. DeRozan is a starter. That's right. Um, How about James Harden from the Nets? Uh, I mean, yeah. I think he should be a reserve at least. Okay. Anyone from the Miami Heat? Maybe Jimmy Butler? Yeah. I think Jimmy deserves it. Yeah. It's weird because I didn't say Jimmy Butler or James Harden because I just assumed. Like they would be in the. No, yeah, they're not. They're not starters right now. Milwaukee, the only one in there so far is Giannis. I know Chris Middleton has missed some time this year. Mm-hmm. Um, he also hasn't been the same. I'm probably. I personally don't think Chris Middleton will make it this year. I don't think he will either. Honestly, I have no faith in the system <laughs> with the All Star voting. So, if Middleton isn't in it right now, I mean, honestly, I don't. I I don't think he makes it. Fifth place. The surprising Cleveland Cavaliers. Do you think anyone from the Cavs should be an all-star? Um, I think, uh, yeah, just because they are in the fifth, and I think there's a reason for it. They've got some pretty good players there. But it is also hard because the East is almost becoming how the West used to be. It's very stacked right now. Like, the West is just so damaged right now, just with injuries and stuff, so it's kind of hard in the East. Um, But... I don't know. It's kind of it's it's like I said. It's kind of hard. I mean, what do you think? I think if there is one cap who deserves, it's probably going to be Darius Garland, their point guard. Yeah, he I has been. He's made such a huge jump this year. Um, oh shout yeah. Out to oh him. yeah. He. I mean, I could even see him possibly making ranks into the most improved. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. Maybe a dark horse candidate. I don't think he'll make it, but someone to potentially watch from the Cavs is Jared Allen, the pro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a potential there, too. How about Ben Simmons? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. No. <laughs> all right. Brooklyn Nets, we already Are you telling them. me you have to play to be an all-star? You know, I don't know. Because I don't know if that's actually true. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm not sure if that's true. Because I know Clay Thompson <laughs> so, got a lot of consideration. Yeah. And that was and prior Kyrie to Irving. him playing. And Kyrie and Irving. And Kyrie Irving. How about Charlotte? Does anyone from Charlotte deserve to be an all-star? Out of all the people we've talked about right now, because, I mean, you're kind of getting full on the reserves. I don't know. Um, so, let's name our people that we think for sure. For this, We need eight reserves. Mm-hmm. Zach Levine, Jimmy Butler. You did name Tobias Harris. We went Darius Garland, maybe. So, that's at five right now, I think. Or is that four? One, two, three, four. So, that's technically only four. James Harden. Mm-hmm. That's five. So that only puts us at five right now of people who we think might make it. So we would technically need I three more. I forget. Kyrie a starter? Oh, you did name Jason Tatum. No, Kyrie is not a starter. Oh, Kyrie then. Because he's going to be... I'm sure he'll be in there. I don't think he will because... As much as I don't want him to be. Well, because it's not... The fans don't choose the reserves. It's the coaches. That's true. So I That's no, I highly true. doubt he will be a reserve. I did say Jason Taylor, and I also think you, you did Jalen Brown. So that puts you at seven. So you need one more. Let me shoot a couple names out there here. Let me see what you think: Charlotte Hornets, Lamelo, or Miles Bridges. How about Bradley Beal? Do you think I could see Lamelo? 
How about Julius Randle? No. Demonis Sabonis? Ooh, I didn't even think about Sabonis. Maybe Sabonis over Lamelo. Maybe Sabonis over Lamelo. Mm-hmm. So either one of them is going to be your number eight, your final. Yeah. Because either one of them, I would not be upset if they made it in there because they're both doing really well this year. Yeah, solid. Yeah. But, all right, let's move to the West. Let's hop on over to the West. All right, starters for the West as presently Mm -hmm. constituted. Nikola Jokic, LeBron James, John Morant, Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins is a joke. He's good. I don't think he's a starter. Yeah. um, I don't even know. Honestly, do you really even think he makes a reserve? Personally, no. I don't think he would. Like, I don't think he does either. I honestly like, and I hate to say that because I don't think he's a bad player, but just because of how big of a market California in general is, that dude, like, I don't. I think Luca would deserve to be a starter over Wiggins. I think everyone agrees with that, probably, except for Golden State fans. All right, let's start um, with your reserves here. So here, Golden State. Notably, fans. there's notable omissions from the starting lineup in the West. How about nobody from the Phoenix Suns, number one in the conference and in the NBA? That's so ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. Obviously, Devin Booker is a lock to be a reserve. Devin Booker, I think, deserves it more than Luka right now. Like, even Chris Paul, like, should be at least close. Like, especially more than Andrew. I mean, granted, you need a certain player per position. I get that. But, like, really? Wiggins and Chris, like Wiggins is in that, and Chris Paul isn't. I mean, what world does that make? It's not like Chris Paul is washed or anything. They're literally the number one team in the NBA right now, record wise. It's true. All right, let's look at your West reserves. We need seven. So Phoenix Suns. Anyone from the Phoenix Suns outside of I Devin Booker? Chris Paul. I Chris think. Paul. Okay, mm-hmm. that gives us two. Anyone from even the out of, or um, who's their what's their center's name again? He's DeAndre Mike. Ayton. The only, uh, but he's hurt, huh? He's been hurt. He's been hurt all yeah, year, I, I, much. I think, I, I personally don't think he'll make it this year. Yeah, it, that's true. I forget that he's, I just keep thinking, well, you don't have to play to be a freaking all-star, apparently. I love it. Anyone else from the Warriors make the all-star game? No. Memphis Grizzlies. Um, Because John Morant's a starter. John Morant's a starter. Other potential names, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr. I don't think. They're good, but John Morant, if they don't have John Morant, I don't even think they're in the playoffs. Fair enough. Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Luka, obviously. Luka will be a reserve, so um, that puts us at three reserves right now. Who is... Uh, Tingus Pingus? I don't think he makes it. No, Tingus Pingus. Okay. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How about from the Denver Nuggets? Um, I'm going to save you this sometime. No. no Outside of Jokic, nobody say, is yeah. even close. Like honestly, I just wish Jamal Murray was back. But as far as people that I can play and have been playing, yeah, I'd I did skip over a team here, the Utah Jazz. Well, the thing is, Donovan's been. I obviously Donovan. Donovan. like, and that's not even like, you know, mm-hmm. that's. I feel like anybody would say that, honestly. Yeah. But he's just been hurt. What for like seven games now? I still think, even though he's been hurt, he still deserves an all-star nomination. He, yeah, 100%. It's just kind of like, I wonder if they're also going to take into consideration who would actually be able to play. I mean, Rudy Gobert actually should be in there. All right, so that puts us at five. That leaves you with two spots. Let's go to the seventh seed, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, How do you feel about Cat making That's the, what I was just going to say. Like, I... Maybe Carl Anthony Towns. I just they. 
haven't been the same. Like, I don't know. They haven't really been that impressive. They're obviously been a lot better this year. I mean, they are the seventh seed. They're, let's see here. It looks like they're two games behind the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. I. If anyone makes it, I do say Carl Anthony Towns from that team. How about the Clippers? That, that'll put us at six. Um, I don't think Paul George or Chris or um, uh, Kawhi Kawhi makes it because he's just been out the whole yeah. year basically. I don't think so. The L.A. Lakers. LeBron's a starter. Mm-hmm. Russ just, Westbrook. I I guess I can Anthony see Davis. Westbrook. I don't think Anthony Davis makes it, just because he is the most. If there's a person in the NBA that's made a glass, it's that dude. I don't think he... I think if he went and played in the All-Star game, I think he'd get hurt. Like, and it's the All-Star game. That's fair. Like, That's fair. So I don't think he'd, I don't think he's in. I, I could see Russell Westbrook in there. Um, he, But that's also kind of tough because he has not been that great recently. I mean, the whole Lakers team in general has been rough, except for LeBron. How about Portland? Damian Lillard, obviously. I think that's too much think about it though he's been out i think the last six maybe six to eight weeks or something like that and this oh, is he the, did it, just have surgery he did huh? just have surgery so, so he's expected to be right. out for the rest of the year i don't think yeah well then i don't think he then no only because of that though. only because of injury yeah his play has still been solid only he's the only thing that is good about that portland team okay so i'm so we're still at six so, here i'm gonna throw a couple names here of who you think might fill the seventh from the rockets no one no. from the thunder no one no. from the kings no one from the Spurs, potentially DeJounte Murray. What about Fox? I, I don't think so. I think Fox has been a little too inefficient this year, and the Kings obviously haven't been winning that much. Not to say the Spurs have been winning much better, but... I, I, I think he deserves a spot to be recognized, though. I mean, he's by far probably, in my opinion, at least the best mm-hmm. player on that team. Oh, 100%. How about... So we got DeJounte from the Spurs, potentially from the Pelicans. Brandon Ingram? Oh, Brandon, Yeah. He definitely deserves it. That that poor team, dude, just invested so much in Zion, and Zion's nowhere to be seen. Before we decide the last one, let me give you one more name. Draymond Green. He's the defensive anchor of that Warriors team, and it's they true. have been struggling without him. No, it's true. So, out of DeJounte Murray. Okay, so out of the Warriors teams, I think, actually, Draymond Green deserves it, arguably, maybe the most. I He deserves it more than Wiggins, in my opinion. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yes. <laughs> Honestly, in my opinion, Wiggins almost doesn't even... I don't even think he should be an all-star. That's my opinion. Yep. <sighs> okay, just had to say that. But So, at a, for your number seven spot, are we going to put Draymond Green, DeJounte Murray, Brandon Ingram, someone else? Uh... Honestly, I think I put Green over um, Murray. Or not Murray, uh, Ingram. Ingram? Okay. So I have your West All-Star Reserves. It's Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Draymond Green, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Luka Doncic, Cat. Yeah, I don't think that's bad at all. It's not terrible. I think that's pretty fair. It's, it's a solid. Um, obviously, you know, we, we know we know your feelings on Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, th- th- this definitely should be interesting. I believe they're going to get revealed tomorrow night. Um, so I'm pretty excited to see um, who gets this, who gets picked to be because it's main. I think it's just coaches and players that decide, or maybe it's just coaches. Um, but fans don't have anything to do with the reserves. That's how I, I think it should be opposite. I think the starters should be chosen by players and coaches. Reserves can be chosen by fans. Well, starters are 
I think it's 50% fan vote, 25% coach is 25% player vote. Okay, well then I think we should flip that to maybe 25% fan vote. And then like 50% like coach and then... 25% player. Yeah. Or even maybe 50% player and 25% coach. Basically anything but fans. Right. Well, yeah, because I think the fans should have some part of it. Mm-hmm. But they have way too much of an influence. Because it's not fair to smaller market teams that have good players like Portland. Like, you know, what in what world does Damian Lillard, when he's healthy, not deserve to be an all-star? It's true. You're right. You know, so I mean... I don't know. Or even Luca. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know. It's it's whacked. That system is a little bit messed right now, I think. But apparently, you know, I'm just a person here. I don't have no say in that, so I agree. But no, that's that's my personal feelings about that one. So I don't know. Yeah, so we're definitely coming up on the uh, All Star break here in a couple of weeks. It'll definitely be interesting to uh, see how teams do because I know a lot of a lot of teams are going to be going into the break injured. You know, I don't think there's any team in the NBA right now that's fully healthy from top dude, to bottom. My, my poor Jazz team, dude. Yeah, they're struggling, but don't don't <sighs> even don't don't at me with that. My Nuggets team have been missing Jamal Murray all year and essentially Michael Porter Jr. all year. Yeah, I, that, no, I'm just saying, but the Jazz are missing like. Gobert, Whiteside, Donovan, Ingles, Clarkson. Okay, first of all, Clarkson's been a game or two. Joe Ingles, it's not like he was doing that great, but, you know, speedy recovery to him. Donovan obviously has been out the past couple weeks with concussion. I'm not sure why Rudy's been out, but I know he's been out. I think it's like a calf he's strain or something He's got a left like calf strain. Okay, yeah. that's what it was. And even Rudy but look up. Guess through, what? Inches, through injuries, too. Guess what? Look up. The Jazz's final two or last two wins have been against the Nuggets, okay? Yeah, that's true. Can't imagine how you feel about that right now. I feel about as good <laughs> as you would imagine. <laughs> oh, that bad, huh? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Dude, well, I'm just excited. This, we got a lot of good stuff coming up. The only thing I'm kind of sad about, though, like I said, is uh, football's coming to an end. Football's coming to an end, but honestly, I think from a football fan's perspective... We're going to get one heck of a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. The no, old guard I'm versus excited. the new guard. It's it's not – the Rams maybe were considered potential favorites to be in the Super Bowl. But oh, yeah. even, were but even though there's, be, there's other favorites, the Packers, the Buccaneers. I honestly thought the Packers were going to go. But mm-hmm. that was my personal thought. But, you know, Tom. I mean, who saw Tom Brady not go on? I mean, honestly, like even at this age, who honestly saw him not getting there? Like obviously the football gods, <laughs> dude. Uh, well, honestly, the I mean the Rams almost gave it to him, and yeah, because the Ram because the Bucks forgot about that small, weird, like weirdly athletic guy Cooper Cup. They forgot to guard him on one play. <laughs> That's all it took. That's it all was it actually took. technically two plays because there was the sideline catch and then there was also the deep well, shot. Oh yeah, down but that middle. deep shot put them in cuz they couldn't do another. They needed to get down that field. Like sure. in that in that time that's what they had to do and the Bucks couldn't even put like a two deep safety down there. Like I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But anyways, cool. I mean, and also if, if you guys have any other sports you want us to talk about like UFC, I don't know. I think that'd be very interesting to cover. Yeah, um, we, we've I've, definitely gotten requests for UFC. Um, I love watching UFC, and I'm glad we actually got a request for that. So, um, we'll Yeah, we'll, to... we'll definitely talk about just about anything. Um, 
yeah, feel free to send your request in. You know, DM us, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, anything. Feel free to let us know if there's anything specific you want us to talk about. And in case you guys don't know where that's at, it's literally in the description of every episode. Uh, so just in case you guys don't know or, like, you want to say something but maybe don't know where to or how, literally if you just check in the description of the episode, links to all our social medias are there every time. So just so you know. Hey guys, appreciate you having having you guys along with us once again. Really excited to get this um really get this out and to as many people as possible. Yeah, just send it to somebody who likes sports, even if you don't necessarily like it too much. <laughs> send it to somebody who does, because anybody who likes sports, I feel like should enjoy this. So for sure. Cool. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next time. Hey, Peace out. See ya.